Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. And Shalom. This is your host, Sister Donna Deckard, and this is the House of Ephraim Cradle of Hope live blog here at Sukkot 2023. And today we have Prophet Mark. And now from Cradle of Hope are some important announcements for you. This month from Cradle of Hope is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Welcome back. This is your host, Sister Donna Deckard. I have uh, I just have one announcement, and that is January quarterly. That will be January 12th, 13th, and 14th, 2024. Mark your calendars so that you will be able to make it. You know, when the, the girls talked yesterday, that was one of the topics that came up. If you're not making it to quarterly, you're missing out. God will change your life. Well, as I said, I have Prophet Mark Reinbold here with me today, and I'm going to turn this right over to him. Hey, welcome, everybody. Oh, can you turn that speaker down? Welcome, everybody. We're here at Sukkot 2023. We're having a great time. Let me tell you what, we had such a great quarterly, and we saw the power of God come. Many people got healed and set free from a lot of things. God is unifying his people together so that we can one day go back, be worthy to go back unto the land of our forefathers, Israel. Let me tell you what, that is going to be a great day when that happens. But before that happens, we have to learn what it is, be able to get a hold of ourselves. And of course, during quarterly, we learned about that each one of us is going to have to sign up and, and go through a little bit of what I call ninja training. And we're going to have to suck it up, buttercup, and we're going to have to get after it. And we're going to have to – no more excuses. No more, well, I'm too tired. No more, well, I'm too busy. No more, all that stuff. We are going to get on the program, and we're going to get it right. So just want to encourage everybody out there with that message. And uh, certainly uh, we're having a grand time over here at the camp. We're over here at the Command Central this year and having a great time. It's only be the only time – 
if for you guys that didn't make camp this year, you're missing out because this is probably the only time that we ever do this. <clears throat> but you know what? Well, we felt like that God was giving us an opportunity to to, to do this, and uh, and I couldn't be happier that we're all down here having a green time, and and uh, we're going to go forward with what God has. And let me tell you what: if you are, if you can just listen in the spirit closely enough, you can start to hear them foot the them the pounding of the is starting to to begin to make her way home. And let me tell you what: when they show up, let me tell you what. They're going to want to know how this thing works, and it ain't going to come down to studying the Apocrypha. It ain't going to come down to memorizing the Bible. It's going to come down to learning revelation knowledge that God has sent here from the prophet Elijah that you can make this thing, okay? And that's what it is, folks. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that he taught was so, so important. The church is going on and on about how to raise the dead and how to uh, cast out demons and everything. Well, let me tell you what. They best first learn how to cast the demons out of their own self. That's the problem we have. That's the problem the church has. They they think they're so spiritual. And let, let me tell you what. They are absolutely no earthly good. And we have to get past all that. We have to learn what it is that we need to do every day. Every day you got to get up and say, Lord, what do you want me to change? And how can I get it changed? And 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 the Lord will begin to bless you and open up your lives, our eyes, and and you will begin to to see what He has for your life because He wants to bless us so much. And but you know what? We have to, you know, and we get caught up in work and we start complaining about everybody else. And well, that's His fault. That's you know the reason why that happened was His fault. Well, why don't you instead of making excuses, why don't you say, well, maybe I was wrong. Why don't you say that? Well, maybe I was wrong. Well, oh, I didn't do anything. I didn't have nothing to do. I didn't even know what was going on. Maybe you say, well, maybe you should have prayed about it. Maybe you needed to pray for that person. You didn't wake up early enough to pray for that person. Stop making excuses, <clears throat> especially for the men. The men have got to got to own this. You have to own your household. Anything goes on in your house, you got to own it. Stop making excuses. You know, I tell you what, you know, I, I in my house, I have lots of rules, and sometimes my kids, they don't understand all my rules, but I don't really care because because I serve a mighty God, and I have to answer to God. I do not answer to my kids, and I certainly don't answer to my wife. <clears throat> answer the Lord God Almighty. You know what? We're going to have to get back to the order and authority. We're going to have to get back to... Saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this by the book. We're gonna do this according to the word, and then when we do, it's all gonna work out. And if you want to do it some other way, then there's the door, and don't let let it hit you on the way out. Because <clears throat> let me tell you what, folks, I'm going back to Israel. Now you can come with me, or you don't want, have to come with me. And God will re- weed out the rebels, <clears throat> and that's for sure." Well, let me tell you what. Like I said, we're having a great Sukkot this year, and, and we're learning a little bit, and I think we're taking some steps towards being unified together and really learning to to put up with each other. And, and instead of complaining and bellyaching, we're going to pray for each other, and we're going to get it right, and we're going to own the things that we need to own, and and uh, God's going to help us and change us. And and we're and guess what? We're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna grow up. And we're going to get right 
with all the things that God's got getting us right with, and we are going to do mighty things for the for the gospel's sake. We're going to do mighty things as He brings Ephraim home. <clears throat> you know, here we at Cradle of Hope right now we're a little bit small group, but let me tell you what, God's going to grow that. But you have to understand something about Cradle of Hope Ministries. You know, the late Prophet Decker, he didn't start the Cradle of Hope Ministries. He was told by God to start the Cradle of Hope Ministries. He was just fine in Africa doing his own ministry, and God told him to come back here and do this. Now, I ask you, why would he do that? And and then and then just all of a sudden one day it's it does it's not worth anything? No. God's not like that. God doesn't start stuff that he's not wanting to take all the way to the end. <clears throat> and this ministry is a central hub. It is the it is the center of the star, Star David. It is the center. It is the center place where where the where where and let me tell you what, darkness knows it. There is a big war for all the revelation knowledge that we're being taught and you're, be, you're learning. This ministry has all that material and all the material to come. <clears throat> and we've seen some of the works that God has done with, within and among us and everything. But let me tell you what, not only are there going to be many, many more works, but there's going to be the greater works. And some of you guys are going to end up doing them greater works. And that's going to be, you're going to come back and you're going to say, this has happened and that happened and all of a sudden this happened and I was there and I saw it. And you're going to witness to it. How many times does the, does the late Prophet Deckard go go to Africa or go to some country and, and God do a mighty miracle and then he come back here and he tell everybody about the mighty miracle and, and guess what? The people didn't even... There's a lot of people who didn't even believe him, but he was there. He saw it, and there were other people there that saw it too that could testify. <clears throat> but you see, the devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy, and he ain't going to get that done with us. We are, we are on to the game, and like I said, we are going to ninja training, and there, the devil ain't going to be able to deceive us no more, and we're going to... Get into the Word of God, and we're going to learn what it takes to grow up spiritually. We're going to learn what it takes to get past the flesh, stand God's Word and revelation knowledge. And it's not that difficult. It really isn't. He hasn't made it so difficult that you have to have a Harvard. Uh, you, you don't even have to. You could be a little child and pick it up. You know, in the end of the end of this thing, children are going to be laying hands on the, on the dying and, and the dead, and they're going to raise children going to have to have childlike faith children you know it's so easy with children because they don't have all the baggage we do as as uh, olders because um you know they just you tell them and they just believe it <laughs> it's that simple you know and that's what we have to do we we read god's word and we don't believe it oh we say we oh i believe that do you really believe it because if you really did believe it, you'd be you'd be doing something about it, and that's what it is. And you know, like I said in the scriptures, John chapter six verse twenty eight, it says that is the work that we have to do. We have to work on believing God's word. That is the work of men. And 
you know, it goes back to show you the importance of having a faith project, right? We got to have a faith project and, and and begin to build those faith projects up. And, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I had, uh, my boy, he, he showed, he told me one of his faith projects the other day. Uh, and he said that he went to work and he, he forgot his, uh, uh, card or something to get into work or whatever and can't get into work. And he, and uh, he says, well, should I just drive home and get my card? It's about a half an hour away. Or should I believe God that somehow I'm going to get through this gate? And it's getting time in the last minute. And, and you know, it's like, and uh, it's like, well, I guess I, I should go home. But then he says, but wait. He goes, he goes, this is the moment of truth. Are you going to believe God, go home? Or I'm sorry, he's going to believe God and stay and it's going to happen? Or should I just go home now? He believed God and guess what? He was able to get past that gate, and it was a lesson to him. And because of that, he learned that step of faith. You know, sometimes God will bring you right to the edge. You know, are you going to believe me? <laughs> Can you let go? And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to take that leap of faith. God asked me to take a leap of faith. Let me tell you what, the leaps of faith God's asked me to do, I'm like, you're crazy. Just think about Abraham, the leap of faith he had to do when he took his son out, he's going to kill him. <laughs> That's a leap of faith. <laughs> and so it is, we have to learn. <clears throat> well, anyway, so I got to preaching here, and uh, we have a lot of people here that got something to say. And and uh, uh, first up here I'm going to uh, introduce here is... Um, Philip Stoltz, and uh, we know him as Prophet Phil. God has called him to be a prophet, and uh, he's he's beginning to learn what that's all about. And and, uh, and uh, I'm going to hand it over to him. Phil, tell him tell him who you are and what's going on. All right, thank you, thank you, Prophet Mark. I am Prophet Phil. My name is Philip Stoltz. I uh, I live right here, real close to Command Central. I uh, I take care of uh, a lot of things for Command Central. I uh, I have my own business. I do all kinds of tower work and electrical and TV and internet, all kinds of stuff. But uh, but uh, that's not my passion. My passion is is being with my brothers in Ephraim. My passion is to to help them and to to be there for them. And uh, thank God that I have a business, though, that I can that I can take off when I need to take off and and do what's necessary. Um, it gives me great joy for that. I I didn't know that for a long time. I thought, well, you know, I'm I'm a business owner, and God, you've blessed me with that. But what's that What's that going to help? But yet, it God uses everything. You know, we uh. You know, we're, we're always finding little things where God tells us to do something, and we're like, "Why? Why? Why did I do that?" And then all of a sudden, you know, maybe a year, maybe a month, maybe ten years later, God will reveal why you did that. And all of a sudden, you're like, "Man, thank you, God, because if you wouldn't have done that for me and pushed me to believe in faith and to trust you." I wouldn't have what I have now because because I wouldn't have been obedient. And that's isn't that the key here? We have to trust God. 
See, that's the first thing we've got to do. You can't serve a living God without trusting him. And how are you going to trust him if you don't proceed with the rules, if you don't even apply faith? See, take baby steps with faith. Don't don't believe for the big things. Believe for the little things. You got a you got a you got a little cut on your finger. Believe that God will heal that. And don't sit there and go back later and go, oh well, but that's what our bodies do. Oh yeah, that's power of darkness. As soon as power of darkness puts that in your mind, guess what you got to do? That split second, that's not you. That's the powers of darkness coming in. You bind it up. You tell it to take a hike. And then you trust God and say, well, thank you, God. Praise you, God. Well, we have to trust God. And then guess what? You get past the baby steps, God will give you more. Because, see, God God knows what he put in your life. And he needs you to, to fulfill those things. And he knows it isn't going to be fulfilled by doing the baby steps. It's going to take some big boy steps and big girl steps. And we're all growing. You know, and, and we have to lean on our brothers and our sisters in Ephraim. And the only way you're going to lean on your brothers and sisters in Ephraim is to do the same thing you're going to do with your God. You're going to have to trust each other. Now, we call it a little bit different. We always say, well, we come together and we bond. But isn't bonding trusting? Bonding is where you get to know one another, and then you start to slowly trust one another you they understand you you start to understand them and where they're from and what they do and and how they work and you start bonding and you start trusting and see that's that's something that that the people that don't come to the quarterlies and get face to face with Ephraim those that decide well it's easier the all the excuses well you know I'll just do the stream because after all I can't believe God to give me some money to make it to, or what if you don't even have any money, but you just go ahead and come? There's stories of people that have done that too, and guess what? That's stepping out on faith, and God will provide. But if you don't get face-to-face with us, if you don't come here and bond with us, you're never going to bond. You can't bond with us over the Internet. You might know us because you've watched us work. When we're behind the pulpit, we're working. That is our job. Now, if I came and wor- looked at your job when you was working, would I really know the, who you really was? No, I wouldn't know who you really was. I know who you are at work. But I don't know who you really are. And you won't know us unless you get down here during a Sukkot when we can be out from underneath the anointing and you can find out who we really are. You can find out that we're just as special, we're just as God-fearing as we are behind that pulpit. But you've got to come and bond. You've got to decide that is more important. And if you don't, you'll let something else be more important in your life. You'll bond with something else that won't help you through these end times. And then you'll be on the outside looking in going, but I, but I watched the streams. Yeah, you did. But you didn't become part of the family. I'm going to leave it right there, Prophet Martin. Thank you so much. And, and again, you know, as I was, it's so true, and, and we do need to bond together. And 
you know, I was talking about that wagon wheel, all the, the 12 tribes of Israel coming out of it and, and how God's going to gonna bring us home and, and that this ministry is like the center spoke of that. And let me tell you what, boys and girls, we're going to, it's, you know, at first I remember it's like, well, we're going to minister to the United States and we are, and it's going to be a big thing. But let me tell you what, <clears throat> they're coming from around the world. They are, they're coming, they're coming from Mexico. They're coming from Italy. They're going to come from China. There's going to be people coming to Fairfield, Illinois. They are, they're going to come from, a, we're, we're going to have such big services, folks. We're going to have to, we're going to have to add on to our facilities because it isn't big enough. <laughs> we're going to have to have just a little bit more bu- uh, uh, a building project go on. It's going to get that big. And the, and we are going to have one day, we're going to have, as we begin to unify and bond together, not only that, but we're, what's going to bring them, folks, is is we're going to learn what it is to have a corporate anointing. And let me tell you what, a corporate anointing is going to multiply. It's going to multiply, and you're going to see some really special things. You're going to walk into that service, and it's just going to, it may, the services may go on for hours, and it's going to be special. It's and and you're going to see miracle after miracle. And we're going to have people come, and they're going to be healed. I mean, we're going to see unbelievable miracles, and it's going to happen right here. This ministry, Fairfield, Illinois, the very ministry that darkness is trying to destroy. It's not, and it's not going to be because of us. It's because of what God is doing. It's his plan. It's not my fault. Oh, yeah. We're going to build up a mighty church and we do do this and do that. You think that's what I want to do? Hell, if it was up to me, I'd be in Hawaii right now playing golf. <laughs> God's got me here, and he's got you here too. Get over it. It'll be all right. He's got a, he got a mission for you, and he's training you up. We're going to ninja school. And he's going to get it done. And it's going to be to him be the glory, honor, and praise. Right? To him is the glory, honor, and praise of what he gets done here. His plan, his show, he's in charge. Everybody wants to be in charge. Oh, I want to be in charge. I'm going to be a prophet. (laughs) Let me tell you what. If you want to be be a prophet, let me tell you what. You have no idea what you're talking about. Because there's no right, there's no man on earth that ever should say, I want to be a prophet. <clears throat> it just should never happen. And so, well, anyway, we're going to move on here. I got another person who's going to uh, talk here. Um, <clears throat> we got uh, Kevin Thompson here. He helps out everything. My God, he's just like, I'm going to I'm going to give him the Superman Award. <laughs> he's been around the block or two, and, and he knows, he knows what it is to get his ass chewed by the late prophet. <laughs> and absolutely and uh so he knows a thing or two and so here you are kevin tell him who you are and what's going on thank you prophet uh my name is kevin thompson uh live in mid-missouri yeah i've been 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 in this well definitely been invited to the prophet's office which was not a fun invitation but it was priceless tell you what um to get to, <laughs> you know there's many ways to, to get things broke out of your life but uh yeah we're i want to 
talk a little bit about, you know, the unity. It's just been amazing. We're just even this week alone, um, to to watch God move in our lives and to build this unity and you know, life life throws a lot of crap at you and you, you tend to sometimes get wounded hearts. And uh and those wounds uh you get a choice when you when you recognize that. But you know, again, you gotta get the teaching to know to know what, what it is. But uh you know, things things start to you almost look for things that to hurt you and upset you and you start noticing that. There's no way you're gonna come over that unless you unless you you know expose yourself back 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 here with uh, your brothers and sisters or those and and put it on the table talk. Get get let, give God some rope some room to bring the deliverance. Uh, and we've I've watched that I've watched that not only with myself, uh, get some deliverance from from wounds that uh, came from the past and different situations, but but I've watched the kids. Our, our children that have grown up in this thing that uh, <laughs> they had some, they had some, you know, some ones that came in too. You know, life has its way of doing it, and I've watched it this week alone. It's, it's so priceless to to see those things, those <laughs> those walls come down in our lives, and this this unity to just absolutely strengthen and and continue to strengthen. But again, if you're not here, you're not at the quarterlies, you're not present in this. You're not going to experience that. You know, God, God's setting these times aside, these festivals for us to get together, and it, it's not just a hoo-ha and have a good time. Oh, don't get me wrong. We hoo-ha and had a great time, but there's a lot more to it. And if you're not present and you're not here, then then you're not you're not here when God's calling you to be here, then guess what? You're missing out. You're missing out on what he wants to get done in your life, and in all of ours together as as one, because uh, he's he's building this family stronger than it's ever been, and he's he's going to bring this thing tighter than it's ever been. And uh, one heart, one accord, it's it's uh, I, you see it coming. It's just further than than I've ever seen it come before, and it's <laughs> we're just getting started. <laughs> Bless God, I, I tell you, uh, yeah. Make the sacrifices, like my brother said. Take those steps of faith. Get get to the quarterlies. Yeah, it's awesome being able to just listen, and I'm sure you guys uh, have had some growth in your lives just listening to a blog. But nothing like you'll experience if you if you just show up. Nothing like what God wants in your life. You just show up and let God be God. Watch the healings come. Watch the deliverances come. And watch a whole new family come into your life. Um, I guess that's about all I got in my bucket. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kevin. You know, <clears throat> you're so right. And, and and we do need to be unified. It, and just like any relationship, you know, like if you get married, <clears throat> um, you know what? Even if you guys get along great, and everything's working. You, now listen real closely. Some of you guys probably really need to remember this, but it still takes work every day. Ain't ain't you know? Ain't no way you're gonna just have to work at it. I don't care how good along or whatever is going on when you get married. And the same thing when you come into Ephraim, 
and we're going to be unified, it's going to, you're going to have to work it. You're going to have to work it, and God's going to test you, and you're going to have to become part of it. You're going to have to commit to it, and God will bless it. And you'll see the difference, and, and you'll begin to grow, and, and, and God will change you. <clears throat> and that's, that's what I heard there, and, and uh, you're absolutely right. But at the end, it's so much worth it. And, and, you know, I know what it is to have a great marriage. I know what it is to see great marriages. And it's so I just love to see people get married and, and, uh, <clears throat> and see them grow and blossom. And, and uh, we just celebrated uh, a dance wedding anniversary and how they've come together and and uh and everything is is doing great and and uh you know but i bet you they had to work at it i bet you i bet you there weren't days where they're looking at each other and say oh my god what did i get into but let me tell you what you get to the point where you you get and and you bond together and that bonding that bonding will will keep you together and they're so special because you begin to trust you begin just like we said before. You begin to trust, and it's so special. And, and once you have that, once you have that, you want everybody to experience it. You want everybody to to, to be a part of it. You want you, you can't wait to see the next two couple get married because you're just so excited that they're going to experience that. And 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 it's, it's so special. And the same thing here, as God brings Ephraim together and and unifies us, as we begin to bond together and to unify and we begin to work at it it becomes so and and we begin to trust each other the order and authority everything that God had placed here we begin to trust it and you know i understand trust is a big issue isn't it how many people get married and they still have big time trust issues because of well i did this as a child or i you know this happened or you were traumatized or whatever <laughs> and that's all right, but you, you you just need to work at it, and it'll come along. It really works. And once you get past the humps, then it'll all smooth out, and you re- and it's really really special. And and, uh, and well, anyway, <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna let uh, uh, someone else here talk. I got uh, I got uh, Dan Williams over here. He's he uh, he does a lot of work for us also here in the ministry, and and a very special man of God. And um so glad to have Dan on the team. He's definitely one of my advisors. And, and uh, Dan, <clears throat> tell them who you are and what's going on. Prophet, uh, Dan Williams. I'm from East Lansing, Michigan. <clears throat> for 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 the last couple of years, and I didn't know why until now, I've been enamored with the Navy SEALs. Not not a military family, no experience with them, but I'm, I've read some books, I've watched some shows, and I, 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 folks, we're going to war, and those men, seals, some of the most elite in the fighting in the fighting forces, even when the Marines can't necessarily get it done or they need help, the SEAL teams are called in, and folks. As Prophet Mark said, super ninjas, we're a a SEAL team. And those men, I've heard stories, they lay their lives down on the line for each other every day. 
And they don't do it just because they decided that, well, that's going to be a fun thing to do. They've done it because they knew in their heart that it was the right thing to do, and they were willing to come to boot camp and go through training and try and run missions or practice missions and fail. And when they got out on the battlefield and your life is on the line, you bond. And it's no different here. We're warriors for God. And we all have a different part to play. Every, I, I'm a pastor. I have a pastor's heart. I said I was going to get on this blog this time and not cry, and I may or I may not, and it doesn't matter. But that's okay. Every joint supplies. Every joint supplies. And I spent most of, many years trying to do my own thing, which meant I got to do it all. I got to be everything. I got to do everything. And I've learned I don't have to. There's a peace when you learn your place. And just like a SEAL team, one man's a sniper up on the hill, and he's, he's overlooking the entire team, and he's protecting them, and he's laying down cover. And there's another man that's the radio man, and he's all about communication, and he's all about helping the team understand and stay in proper communication. And one man is all about loading the artillery. They each have a job to do. And when they practice and when they communicate and when they sit under a proper leader and proper training and they're willing to lay their life down, not just on the battlefield. Oh, we hear that all the time. We're going to lay our lives down for each other. But can you do it? When your heart is wounded by your brother or your sister, can you lay your life down to go back to them and say, I'm sorry that I played a part in that. I'm sorry that I didn't speak up. I'm sorry that we, let's get this right so we can go forward and stay in unity. And that's, we're going to get this done, not because any one of us is anything so great, though we are. We're going to get it done because the Lord God has called it, and he is great, and he is going to guide it. But it takes us committing, just as my brother said, we are family, and I've never had family, not like this. And I've been meditating all week. I've lost a lot of my family. I have, I have a sister left, and, and that's about it on this earth. But this is my family. These are my brothers, my general and my queen. And, that, and it takes commitment to the call, but it takes commitment to each other every day that I'm not going to let my brothers down no matter what comes, no matter what I have to do, no matter what price I have to pay, I'm going to put them first. I'm going to stand with them. I'm going to bleed with them. I'm going to laugh. We've had so much fun this Sukkot. It's been amazing. And there's been tests and there's been trials, but there's been healing because we as a family, we as brothers and sisters, we're committing ourselves to one another and we're learning absolutely to trust so that when we are on the battlefield and the bullets are flying, we will know, I know these men, I know Sister Donna and Prophet Mark, I know they have my back. 
And if I'm wounded, I'm always the one that's looking, who can I pick up? Who can I carry? I have strong shoulders. Throw them on my back. I got this. And I know, I know that when I'm wounded, they're going to be carrying me to the medic tent. They're going to be there to pick me up. And, folks, that's what it's about. We're a team. We're a family. But you've got to be willing to come, just as we said. It takes more than just listening from the outskirts. It takes being willing to come to boot camp, being willing to come to ninja training, and to go through the battles, and to fight the fights, and to learn how to get this done. And we sit under the greatest general, Prophet Deckard and Prophet Mark. We were trained by the best. We were given the tools through those teachings and those scriptures and that word. Prophet Deckard laid it out for us and gave us the foundation. I didn't know how to do it. I've always wanted it. I've always wanted unity. Why can't we just get along? Why can't they just get along? Is it that hard? To say I'm sorry, even if I didn't do anything wrong. Is it that hard to admit that I'm dropping the ball too? It's not really, but it takes work to get there because of flesh and pride. But when we can lay down our lives every day for our God and our family, we will get it done. We will. So come. If you're hurting, come. If you're in need, come. Because there's love and there's family here and there's the answer, whatever it may be. If you're out there and you're wondering, maybe you've never had family, come. Maybe you're in need and you don't know how to get the, come. Come and see. Isn't that what God said? Come, taste and see that he is good. Thank you, prophet. Amen. Well, that, yeah, like you said, definitely a pastor there. He got went to preaching on me. What can you say about all that? <laughs> Many more sermons to come, my friend. Many more sermons to come. And you know, you're saying all that, and that was a great analogy with team there. And, and you know, them SEAL team brothers, they go through basic training together, and then they go out in the field, and they, they're getting shot at with real bullets. And they come home, and they will bleed for each other because they love each other and God's bringing us there he's going to bring us to where we really do love each other and not only that friends you know I remember Yeshua he stood up one day he goes who is my mother who is my father who is my brother who is my sister you who are amongst me family you know, that's a big statement right there. We're the family. Well, let me tell you what. we got a couple more people here I want to try to squeeze in. And <clears throat> I'm looking over there at uh, Caleb, and, and uh, Caleb's been here for a while. And uh, Caleb, go ahead and tell them who you are and what's going on. All right. Thank you, Prophet. My name is Caleb Thompson. Uh, I'm a college student, and uh, I've been in this ministry for the majority of my life, and you know, I'm, I'm 22 years old right now, so that's been quite some time. And uh, I've been through a lot of sukats, and I've seen a lot of different people come and go through it. 
but I can say for certain that this Ducat has been one of the best that I've ever experienced. You know, I've been seeing God moving and working and everybody, not only during the quarterly services, but every single day that we've been here. And uh, one of the things that God's been working on me with lately has uh, been loneliness. Um, you know, I'd, I'd moved out of the country for a while, and uh, I didn't really have many friends when I was over there. And uh, we recently moved back a few years ago. And over the course of the past few years, I, you know, I went to college, and uh, I'd been trying to meet new people, find friends, because darkness had been getting in my head over the <clears throat> time that I was out of the country, and uh, I just felt like my uh, friendships and relations with my Ephraim family had uh, degraded during that time, and I just, you know, I kept I kept listening to darkness and thinking like, oh, you know, we're not. We're not as close as we used to be, and and I was wanting that closeness, that that tight knit bond, and uh, and so I, I would you know try to uh, meet people whether it be through college or through work, and you know I try to make friends with them, but uh, being someone who's uh, more of an introverted person, it's it, it takes a lot of energy and effort to to put yourself out there and to uh, try to find those those relations. And, you know, I, I just, I wasn't finding anything that felt, you know, more than just a surface level friendship. But <clears throat> over the course of uh, this week here, I've had numerous opportunities to rekindle those those bonds that I've had with my, my Ephraim friends and family. And they've helped me to realize that I'm not alone. I have brothers and sisters in Ephraim that have my back no matter what. Like like Dan was saying earlier, we're a SEAL team. We have each other's back. And and I can go to any of these people here and I can tell them the deepest depths of my soul, all the sins in the world that I've committed, and they will still love me and and, and care for me and, and appreciate me the, the way I am, the person I am. And I haven't been able to find that anywhere else out in this world, aside from Ephraim. I'm closer with these people than I'm closer with some of my extended family. You know, uh, anytime, you know, I, I mention uh, Sister Donna to anyone, I tell her, you know, she's closer to me as a, as a grandma than my actual bloodline grandmas are. And uh, I, I just think that's priceless to have because, you know, the unity that God is bringing with all of us, not only with with the adults, but you know some of the young adults and and, and teens as well. It's it's all coming together, and it's it's beautiful to watch. And it's I'm so thankful to have been able to find this movement and be here because God is doing some miraculous things through it. Thank you, Prophet. Thank you so much, Caleb. You know, and that's the truth. You know, when you're young, you have to. You get to the point where, well, <clears throat> am I going to be part of Ephraim or not? And, and you have to make a real live bullet choice, and and uh, and you did, and and you chose you chose well. And uh, let me tell you what, it only gets so much better. And uh, you will have your lifelong friends here, and we're going to battle, and we're going to see some amazing God will be there with us as our commander in chief, 
and <laughs> we're going to get this done, right? And we're going to serve him. Well, let me tell you what. I got somebody else here I want to uh, put on the microphone. His name is Richard, and Richard's got a few things to say. Richard's a great man, and, and t- Richard, tell him who you are and what's going on. Thank you, Prophet. Uh, my name is Richard Barshaw. Um from Lansing, Michigan. Um, I'm a, I'm a bricklayer, but more importantly, I'm a martial artist. Um, graduated high school. And when I was in high school, I was on the wrestling team, and I was the team captain for two years, my junior and my senior year. And uh, my senior year, um, we had this, this young man come on our team. His name was Blake. And... Um, God was working on me with this young man because he put me in a position to lead that team. And my heart was callous to him. I didn't, I didn't like that man, and I should have. My heart should have stretched out to him because he, of all that people on that team, needed it. And um, I, made my, I made my way through the ranks, and I, I, I went to regionals, and I went to states. That's what I've been working towards my whole four years. I wanted to get there. And when you go, my, uh, my high school allows you to, to bring two people with you. And, um, you know, I had, I had people on that team that I loved to hang out with, and I wanted to bring them. But one day, I was, I was looking in the mirror and getting ready for a shower, and it dropped in my spirit. And God, somehow he... he he let my heart know I needed to bring Blake. I needed to bring that young man. And you know what we do when God tells us to do something that we don't want to. I said, I'm not bringing him. He's going he's gonna to mess with my focus. He's going to do this, that, and the other thing. And You know, oh, we're going to hang out the night before states, and I'm going to, what, I want to hang out with him? That wasn't the right heart. So I get to states, right? And it's a double elimination tournament. So you get two chances. My first opponent was 52-0. and 0. Yeah, he, he got me good. My second opponent, I had a chance against him, guys. I, had, I knew that I could have beat him. But there was something holding me back. So I lose that match on a close match. And I get off the mat, and I have a moment with the Lord, and I'm sitting there. I was at Ford Field, sitting down on that grass, turf, and the um, Lord starts to deal with me. And he, it, I, I don't know if it, you say it was my spirit. My spirit was that, hey, I should have brought him. I should have been a doer, and I wasn't. And that's the why I lost that match. And second was that the whole reason I was in this, I, was, I joined wrestling, was not to become a good wrestler, but was to become a man and learn how to love people and tr- treat those people in the world like my brothers because that's what Ephraim's going to come down to is all of us here are, are going to have to take those people in and show them we love them, even even when they're unlovely, even when our flesh is going, got to show them mercy. But that's what we got to do. Because of that heart check, I came to my parents, came to them in tears, and I said, guys, 
I'm sorry. Because I had closed my heart off to them. What to say? That's a great testimony, Richard. And let me tell you what, God has got so many great things for you to do in the future. You, you can't imagine. You just can't imagine. So hang on, son. Get ready. It's all coming because you're learning what it takes to produce real fruit. And it ain't easy, is it? But you know what? Next time it comes around, you're going to wait. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's gonna, Hey, this is my test, and I ain't going to screw it up. And you say, come with me. We're going to the we're going to the court lease together or whatever it is, and you're going to bring them in, and then you're going to see the miracles of God happen. And one day you'll you'll beat that 52 and all. You will. Well, anyway, I got another another guy here. He's sitting here. He's been in the ministry for a while, and his name is Andy. Andy, tell us who you are and, and what's going on in your life. Thank you, Prophet. Um, my name is uh, Andrew Stoltz. Um, Philip Philip Stoltz's son. Um, I live over here in Illinois, and I I help out around, a lot around Donna's house and the ministry. And um, so, something for me is kind of cl- kind of close to what Caleb had is uh, loneliness. You know, and being alone and not realizing, you know, you have the family around you. All of you. You're my family. And I love all of you with all my heart. And I would do anything, anything at all for you. I struggle. I struggle so much with knowing that I have the family here, but how do I know what to do for them or what what can I do to help them? I I I don't know. I don't know if it's it's me or what I should do to to help everybody out. But in my heart, I, I see a situation and I want to be hey. I want to help you out. What 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 can I do? What can I do for you to help you in your life? Because that's what I what I do. That's that's what I want to do. And joining this ministry from a young age and being in it for my whole life, pretty much, this is something that you can experience it. You know, you can you can hear it. But the best way to experience it is to be right here in the middle of the family. Be loved. And know that you're going to be all right, no matter what. God's got us. And I love you guys, all of you. Now, I uh, I like to game a lot, and I have a couple friends that I game with, you know. But right now, I... I play a lot with uh, one of my brothers, uh, Cam, and uh, you know, there's always there's always hiccups with, you know, every now and then, you know, just normal friends. You got you got hiccups, you know, can't get through some. Well, go go to prayer, you know, ask God what can I do, and 
something that with me and Cam is he 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 doesn't like to get out very much or do a lot of different things. But I've learned to to kind of work around him, and he's really opened up to me and shown me the person he really is. And I like to think I opened up to him. And I, I know I'm going to be there for everybody. And I'm going to work as hard as I can to do the best that I can. And we got to be a family. we got to stick together. The devil's going to try to tear us down. Don't let that happen. You don't need that in your life. God's got you. We're going to be a family. We're going to be one. I love you guys. Alexa, thank you, Charles. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Andy, and there's so much truth to that. And you know what? That's what it's all about. It's all about growing up and realizing it's all right there. And, and you know, a lot of times I, for new people <clears throat> that come into this ministry, I, I, I tell them, your job isn't necessarily to, oh, you're going to keep the Shabbats, and, yeah, that's important, and you're going to keep the festivals. Yeah, that's and we're going to learn how to do that. Your job is just to show up. <laughs> if you can just but do that, we're going to get somewhere. <laughs> and that's what it takes. But you know, there's life gets in the way and you got to you got to make uh you got to say, "Hey, you know what's important in my life?" And and uh and one day got to get a hold of your heart and he'll begin to show you and open that up and and show you that uh, there really is a God in heaven and he's really going to work with you and and uh you know, I remember, I just want to say real quick, I <clears throat> I want to get Mike on just for a few minutes. But um, when I was growing up, I went through a lot of the same things, too. I, I got really depressed. I was lonely. I was introverted. I didn't like, you know, I didn't make friends easy. No one understood me. <laughs> I think a lot of the men in this room will be able to say the same thing, okay? So you're not going through anything that nobody else has gone through. And uh, we're here to support you, and absolutely, we love you guys so much. And so glad that you guys are here to participate and, and enjoy this great time, special time of bonding that we have. Well, i got one more guy here. We've got just a few minutes, Mike, if you can tell us who you are and what's going on. I'll give you about three, four minutes tops. Got it? Hi, my name is Micah. I'm working as an electrician right now. I don't need more than three to four minutes to say what I have to say. Uh, I guess I was just going to say that. I, I've been really inspired this uh, quarter, this um, whole quarterly, and um, too caught by just the people around me and what they've done, and I've seen their actions and what's really in their heart, and it's really amazing to see that and um, to see how much they actually really do love each other. I gotta say, I really was inspired by my brother Josh and how he just gave everything he had, and I. I I, I was like, you know what? That's what this whole thing is about. You know, just giving everything you have. And I think that's awesome. And um, I was just trying to give everything I have. You know, you try to get all this stuff out of your life the best you can, and you party the best you can. Damn it. <laughs> and uh, it's just it's just all the little things, you know? Like, I was just trying to think about how I could um, improve my life. And I was thinking about all the things that you with and how you could make other things your God if you spend too much time with it because you put that as a higher priority above God. And I was thinking, man, maybe I need to study more and stuff. I'm like, man, I'm probably going to have to figure out if I need to stop 
fixing enough stuff in the garage, you know, that's probably going to, that's taking a, a little bit of time out and not, not that much, not, not that little either. And I'm probably going to have to figure out how, what, what that whole thing is. And I'm probably going to have to fix my heart. And I, I want to, I'm, I'm trying to do it right. I'm trying to fix the whole situation and um, I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to do. And that's it. Thank you, Mike. It's it's very emotional for me to see you here testify. I'm praying to God right now, just don't let me cry. And um, but uh, but you've come come a long way. And and uh, and uh, oh God, <laughs> whatever I say next, I can't say because because it's just too much for me. But we're so proud of you, and uh, we love you so much. And you're you're such a special man. And and uh, and 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 you will see the greater work, son. You will see it. Um, well, let me tell you what. We're going to close this down. I'm going to give this over to uh, Sister Donna, and she's going to close this out, right? All right. There you go. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll tell you what. It's such a pleasure for me to to sit here and and listen to your testimonies. Because I've watched each of you come in, I've watched you grow, I've watched you pause, <laughs> watched you step back spiritually, and I've watched you also grow up physically. A lot of you guys were just little types, and now you're all taller than me, but you're becoming men. And you're becoming ninja warriors. Amen. And as a proud mama and nana, I couldn't be I couldn't be happier. Well, I want to thank each of you for tuning in today. And I want to remind you that with God all things are possible. Shalom.